Good. Welcome to Good Mid Morning. I'm your host, Liam Flanagan, a.k.a. DJ Flash Gordon, quarterback, New York Jets, a.k.a. DJ FG, QB, NYJs. Today is Monday, July 12th, and oh, what a show we have for you. Folks, give us a text. Our text line is open, and the number is 971-361-9396. Give us a shout, and we'll give you a shout out. I want to thank all of our sponsors Milton's Hard Cereal for Dogs. Stop giving your dog boring old dry dog food and start giving them Milton's Hard Cereal for Dogs. You love cereal in the morning, and now your dog can too. Give your dog Milton's Hard Cereal cereal for Dogs today. We also want to thank Lonnie's Furball Sweaters, made from real furballs. Not sure what to do with that furball your cat just coughed up? Collect it and send it to Lonnie's Furball Sweaters for a -a one-of-a-kind sweater made from 100% cat fur. Thanks again to those sponsors. If you or your business would like to be an actual sponsor for Good Mid-Morning, send an email to liam at podland.productions. Folks, it's Monday, and what a show we have for you. I first met our guest many years ago when she was a bartender at my favorite watering hole. Now I get to see her whenever... Our four-legged friends need food, a new leash, or just some good advice. Uh, It is my pleasure to introduce owner-operator of Meat for Cats and Dogs, Heidi Liedeker. What is happening, Heidi? Good morning. Not much. It's too early for too much to be happening. Is it? Yeah. It's, uh, you know, it's mid-morning. Oh, So, yeah. (laughs) So, uh, you know... It's, uh, that coffee's not kicking in, kicking in yet. Is that what you're saying? A little bit. Yeah. Uh, oh boy. Well, it's a kicked in for me too. I mean, it has kicked in for me. So I, I've, I've got enough energy for both of us and I'm still drinking the coffee. So, and also I like to do this thing where I pick up my coffee cup and I, and I hold it above my computer like this and, and I continue to talk and I, and I bring the coffee cup closer and closer to my lips, like I'm going to take a sip. But I can't because as I'm doing that, I remember that I'm on the radio and I can't just take pauses and take a sip. So that's a little thing that I, I do often. I was watching it happen. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah, good morning. How are you? You're, I'm, I'm good. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. I've actually been up since six, so I don't know. I guess I don't actually wake up till I have to start talking to anybody. So. Right. So now. Now you're awake. <laughs> now I'm doing it. Up at six with yeah. the dogs or just for fun? Uh, with the dogs and my partner who woke up early to go to work. So I woke up with him. Oh, that was nice of you. Thank you. Oh, that's nice. Man, I wonder what that's like. <laughs> um, so <laughs> uh, I know my wife is listening. So I, that was just kind of a. Mm-hmm. You know, I was just poking her. Yeah, it was a little bit of a chat and, and a reverse just, shout out. <laughs> she actually just sent a, a text that says "sounding great." <laughs> so we'll see what the next text says. <laughs> uh, so let's talk a little bit about yourself uh, and how. So you you are the owner operator of Meat for Cats and Dogs, which is a uh, primarily raw uh, food for cats and dogs. Yes. Uh, so how? Well, first of all. How, why uh, you were a bartender? I, I I remember when you used to be a bartender. I used to come get drinks from you, and uh, we eat cheesy fries, cheesy bacon fries. Yes, <laughs> um, the, back before I was vegan. So, uh, and uh, anyway, I remember when you were starting this uh, business. You uh, you were ha- I remember because you were having your friends do uh, draw 
stuff um, for your for your logo. Ah, yeah. yes. Um, and then, uh, so how did you? Why did you decide to get into uh, the the pet supply business? Uh, well, maybe you remember also as a customer of mine, I all of a sudden started just talking about what I was feeding my dog. Mm. Um, I had a five-year-old Rottweiler mix that was always at the vet for different skin issues and ear issues and um, incontinence. I mean, the list went on. Um, way more issues than a five-year-old should have had. Yeah. And I finally started going to a holistic vet that convinced me to start feeding her raw food, saying that it would solve all the problems that she had. And uh, it took me a bit to be convinced. I didn't actually cook for myself. I lived on food from Bar of the Gods yeah. and falafel and euros from next door. So it was a bit of a stretch that I would then make food for my dog. But once I actually got uh, got the time to really think it through and started doing that, the difference was so quick that I became kind of obsessed with it. Uh-huh. Uh, I feel like within a month, month and a half, I had a totally different dog. Um, I talked to all my customers about it constantly, um, boring the shit out of all of them. Talking. No. Yes. No. Literal shit, because all <laughs> I was talking about was my dog's poop. I yeah. could not stop because it was so small and hard. And yeah. All her problems went away. Um, and to to buy her food or to make her food back then, it was three or four stops around town to get all the supplies I needed. And it was starting to get really annoying. Um, what, so what uh, what kind of food were you making? Like what were you having to get to? That's a good question. Um, so back then there weren't a ton of what we call pre-made diets. Uh, I was trying to be more cost effective since at that point I had an 85 pound dog and a 65 pound dog and I wanted to feed them both 100% raw food. Yeah. So I was going to new seasons um, to buy chicken necks or chicken wings. I would go to Healthy Pets on 39th when it was there and buy two-pound rolls of Columbia River Naturals. You know the one. Uh Um, And that would be the ground meat that I would add. Um, I was going to Fred Meyer's to buy fruits and vegetables that I would grind up because it was cheaper than at New Seasons. And then I'd hit my holistic vet for um, any other supplements that I needed to add to it. So fish oil, um, a glandular supplement. And so it was four stops and I wasn't much of a preparer at the point, so I would grind the vegetables each day. It was it was a lot of steps that now I know I could have simplified my life. Right. Uh, but because I was spending so much time doing it and was so frustrated with how long it took me to get everything to then come home and try to sort it out, I just randomly one day said, well why don't I just open a store that does this, that puts it all in one place, minus the fruits and vegetables. Yeah. But I said, why don't I just do this? And I asked the holistic vet if he thought that would be something that he would support and if he thought it would go well. And he was very supportive and very encouraging. Um, told me a few books that I should read to kind of boost up my knowledge on it. And um, I asked Healthy Pets if they would be offended if I opened a store that focused more on raw food. Yeah. Because they had it, but they didn't, it wasn't their whole thing. Right. And had Julie, the owner at the time, was so supportive also and said, yeah, just don't open up right down the block yeah. and I'll send people your way. 
And so I did. I found a spot um, maybe two months later. It was it was quick. I came up with the idea in November and I opened in March. Wow. Yeah, it was nuts. I I tend to jump in um, to really big decisions uh, without really thinking them 100% through. Yeah, that's the best way to do it. Yeah, it's yeah. the small decisions <laughs> that take me forever. <laughs> but yeah, I opened the store and the vet and Julie um, started sending me people and that's how it got built. It was yeah. It was the community. And I think being from here too, I'm from Portland, so service industry since I was 14 I built up enough people knowing me and trusting me for some weird reason yeah uh, that they well you're 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 a likable person so (laughs) thank you back at you you. (laughs) yeah and so yeah you had I mean I I know that when we got a dog uh I don't know if if we had Seamus yet or I know like we got Seamus right around the the same time that you opened uh your store uh, and it was like, uh, like, well, you know, we're going to, we're going to go, you know, we got to go support Heidi. We got to go there. And, uh, and, and then, you know, we had, so Seamus started to have health issues, skin problems. And we, you know, he spent like, I, there was like two, three, maybe four years where it was just like, this dog is miserable. He's got, you know, he's got his cone on pretty much all of the time. And, uh, and then we talked to you and you're like, uh, yeah, why don't you try get him on that raw diet? <laughs> and it has totally changed him. Like he's no longer on the, you know, he's not, he, he doesn't have the cone anymore. You know, he's still a little licky, but you know, it's, it's a, it, like you said, it's a, it's a different dog. You know, he's a lot happier now. So how, so why, uh, what's the science behind this Heidi? You know? <laughs> Well, oh, why? <laughs> uh, why have we been giving our dogs uh, hard, uh, hard cereal? Yeah, watch it. That's one of your sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to step on Milton's toes. <laughs> um, well, I I believe. I mean, raw food is what we fed for hundreds of years. Um, dogs would always get our scraps, yeah. the farmer scraps that they, and it was okay to eat human food because it wasn't as processed or salted and. It wasn't as crazy as it is now. Um, it was whole, real food, so it was fine for dogs to eat it, and they did really well on it. But around, uh, I believe it was World War II or World War One. Um, I think it was World War II. Uh, they were running short on tins because they was there was a big thing about canned food was kind of a a food that was being made, but then tin was in high demand for war. So different companies started coming up with the idea of, well, we have all this meat scraps. Why don't we, and corn scraps, because they were using corn um, for industry too. So they were like, let's just bake it and make this kibble. Let's simplify it. Let's get rid of using tin. Everything is now in just this easy, pourable bag. Um, And it it was kind of waste. What was going into pet food was definitely not what it is now. Right. Now I think a kibble, I... Some of the ones that we do sell at the store, we have a few. I would eat if I had to. Right. <laughs> but looking at what was going into food back then, hell no. Um, but I think it was it kind of started with that. But then, you know, as Americans, everything became we needed faster, easier, um, cheaper. And then the pet food industry kind of blew up from there. 
because um, it is easy. It's easy to just dump kibble in a bowl. Oh, and, it's so much easier. And not think about it. And yeah. it's and it's a good amount cheaper. It's a it's I believe that raw food ends up usually being about double the cost um, of feeding a dry diet. Yeah. But, you know, the funny thing is, is that when you uh, when you think about it, sometimes like, you know, kind of like our, our sponsor, uh, <laughs> Hard Cereal for Dogs. Uh, and this and that idea came from uh, another host, Joey Ficken, who was talking about um, who was saying, you know, we basically give our dogs hard cereal with no milk. And and sometimes when I think about like eating that every day, like I, I, I wouldn't want to do that. Nobody would want to do that. No animal wants to do that. <laughs> Just eat the same boring hard cereal every day. And it's it it can't be that great for you. Um so the the raw diet is is really uh I one question I did have is so our newest dog Pepper is uh I guess my my question is um pu- uh, puppies puppies and raw food is this is a good idea yes yeah. <laughs> I like the way you phrased that question <laughs> <laughs> this is a good idea yes uh Puppies can be on raw food and kittens once they're weaned from their parents. Um, if you think about, like, I know that they're not wild dogs at this point, but a dem- they're not too far removed, and they can still eat bones. Um, yeah. They can crunch that all up. They can process it. I think the big deal about feeding a growing animal a raw diet is making sure that it's complete and balanced. So putting it together yourself um, is a little takes just a little bit more effort, but there's so many brands that are out there that do all that work for you. So then it is almost as easy as feeding a dry food. You're just dumping something out of a bag, but it happens to be raw yeah. frozen meat, and you're just letting it thaw, then serving it. Um, I think the trickiest part is washing the bowl. I think people really have a hard time with that. You have to wash the bowl? Yes. Ah. Yes. Oops. Yes. I know. Oops. I know. That's the hard part. Because um, it's so slimy. It's so that's the problem. Is that it's so slimy? Yeah, and you're setting them up for more. You're setting them up for failure because you're adding extra bacteria that oh. they don't need. But yeah, a puppy can totally be on it. But there's benefits in feeding half dry and half raw. And, right. And I think that that's a lot more accessible for folks. Um, that way, they can always fall back on the dry food if they forgot to thaw the raw. If oh yeah. If they're traveling and they don't want to buy freeze dried, so. There's options, but I think any raw in the diet is so beneficial, and your dog will be so much more excited about eating. It's true. That I mean, that is the truth right there. Watching them dance for their food. Yeah. My dogs never dance for their dry food, and now yeah. they like slobber and squeal and dance, and that's worth it. Yeah. Uh, let's take a quick uh, musical break. As we do, I ask my guests to bring a playlist, and Heidi brought a playlist. Do you know? Uh, do you know what you want to hear first? Your first track. Do you remember what your tracks are? I do, and I feel like you should definitely start a Monday morning with some Bikini Kill. Uh, you know, that's what I had queued up because that's <laughs> what I thought you were going to say. Uh, you're listening to Good Mid Morning right here on Shady Pines Radio. Radio. Here is Bikini Kill with Rebel Girl.
You're listening to Good Mid Morning right here on Shady Pines Radio. That was Rebel Girl by Bikini Kill. A uh, big difference between men and women is men never say, I want to go to your house and try on your clothes. Never. They may. They may. Maybe just not you. Maybe just not me. <laughs> I never had that experience myself. That is a good point. <laughs> I myself uh, did not. I've never had a friend say, I want to go over to your house and try on all your clothes. Wow. There's a time for everything. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they don't tell me that they want to do it. Maybe they just come over and try on all my clothes when I'm not here. Do you ever think about that, Heidi? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's way more likely. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> How many, uh, what's your pet count? Two. Just uh, a lifetime. Oh, lifetime. Shit. What's your lifetime pet count? Excuse my language. <laughs> no, that's okay. You can swear on the show. It's, okay, good. It's mid morning. It's for people who get up, you know, later. <laughs> this is, uh, okay. you know, it's for it's for the rest of us. You yeah. know, okay. we can swear, do whatever. Um, I heard you say it's for people, but I was picturing you saying for f o u r. It's for people who are up mid morning. They don't mind swearing. Yeah, no, just <laughs> it's our audience of four that we. Uh, no more. <laughs> no more. Just four. Just at a four. Time. Yep. <laughs> it's a new thing we're trying out. You know. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, how many animals have I had as an adult, or in my whole life? Uh, I'm an adult. Adult. Yeah. That seems easier. Um, <laughs> I'm on four, five. Five. Yeah. Four dogs, and I had a cat for twenty-four hours. Oh. Yeah, that was a sad story. I don't know why I brought that up. Um, let's go with four dogs. Okay, four dogs. Yep. Yep. Nice. Um, and well, you don't have to, you know, did you have uh, pets when you're a kid? I did. You, yeah. So you've always been an animal lover. Yeah. But I think pets back when I was growing up, we weren't spoiling them quite like we, like I do now. Right. My dogs are definitely, they take up so much mind space. I'm always thinking of them. They're inside, um, they're inside dogs. They have a million beds. They're, yeah. it's, <laughs> it's definitely different. Um, I was just looking at pictures from when I was a child because I was at my mom's this weekend, and we, there's pictures of our dogs, but I don't remember them being in the house that often. They were yeah. definitely more outdoor dogs. We didn't walk them because they weren't trained, and they'd drag us on, a, you know, down the bumpy road, and we only took them in the car to go to the vet. Like it was such a different time. I think that's kind of why I've gone to the other extreme. Maybe. Yeah, guilt. Yeah, I think it was guilt. I was thinking about um, my. When I was a, a kid, we got uh, like when I was born, there was a dog. My parents had a dog. Its name was Mabel. Uh, my brother remembers that dog really well. I don't really remember that dog. But uh, then I do remember we got a puppy uh, called named him Biscuit. And I was just thinking about this today for some reason. Um, but I was thinking about this morning, like Biscuit was a, a it was a puppy and we couldn't handle it. And eventually you know i don't i he biscuit did not last very long it was like maybe two months three months and we got like got rid of him got rid of him like actually rehomed <laughs> him or did he go to that mystical farm that uh <laughs> yeah i think we rehomed him uh i yeah i'm not exactly sure but i was thinking about it like it was basically like we didn't have uh you know i i didn't know because i was just a little kid but you know, we just didn't train the dog or do anything. And it was like an outside, kind of an outside dog. And it was 
you know, just too. It was a puppy. It was super rambunctious. I wanted to get rid of uh, Pepper. You know, the first <laughs> first month, I was like, I can't handle this. And I can imagine my parents at the time were like, No, this yeah, is yeah, with two kids also. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I think that people don't put a lot of thought into it. I I look back on our dogs that were really smelly also because they were outside all the time and we fed them garbage. Yeah. Um, we had a dog that needed to be groomed and we very rarely took him to be groomed. So he was just disgusting. And I, back then it was, and even still, if you don't know, then you don't know, but like people have all these issues with their animals and they don't realize that if they just changed the diet or trained them or had the right equipment for them, um, or the right stimulation for them, then they'd be great. But you just kind of are like, well, this is it. My dog is too rambunctious i'm i'm gonna give it to the shelter or rehome it yeah it's uh while you were saying that i was thinking uh you know (laughs) people uh, treat their kids the same way uh that like there's you know we're just uh people people are just stupid yeah uh that's that what that's really what it comes down to thank thank goodness uh, i'm on this show that is the bottom line (laughs) (laughs) we're just you know people want it they're like oh we'll get a dog it'll be cute then that's the end of the story. Like they don't think about all just, I mean, the same thing with babies. Like, yeah. let's have a baby. It'll be cute. And you know, they just don't think about yeah. everything that they have to do. And we're not even, you know, the greatest pet owners in the world. Like I, I'm very faulted when it comes to uh, training the dogs. Um, but at least I know that, you know, that's step one. <laughs> I'm aware that I'm <laughs> I'm terrible at uh, training dogs. I'm, I'm not the best trainer. I like to tell folks that I'm I'm the feeder. I feed really well. Right. Training. I'm I'm really working on it. Yeah. It just takes so much patience. It does. And it's not always training. It's not the dog per se. It's us. And it's yeah. us and our consistency. Um, yeah. They want they mm. want to please us. We just screw up and get bored or don't aren't consistent with what we want from them yeah i mean pepper is a perfect example of a do- of a pleaser dog and seamus is a perfect example of a non-pleaser <laughs> dog seamus <laughs> ain't give a shit he's an individual he, he is he's an independent dog except now that he's uh older and uh you know it's funny because i try and get to separate them i'll call you know i'll say pepper come and seamus just hears come you know, he's like, oh, here I go. Yeah. Now, now he's like, when he was a younger dog, I'd say, Seamus, come. Nothing. Now I'm trying to get the other dog to come. And he's like, yeah, I get it now. <laughs> yeah, but it's also the competition now with the puppy. He's like, if I do show up, now I'll get a treat. I'm mm-hmm. no dummy. Yeah. I've been around the block a few times. He has. He has. He's getting a little slower now. Well, he's how old? Uh, 13. Yeah, that's pretty old. Yeah. That's great. He can slow down now. Well, no, he can. But it's actually funny because he, uh, when we take Pepper for walks, when we take them both for walks, he, like before we got Pepper, it would take us probably half hour, 45 minutes to get around, you know, our little block. And now it takes about 20 minutes because Pepper doesn't stop and pee and Seamus We'll just he's just trying to keep up with Pepper. Yeah. So uh, it's great. He gets better exercise. I am. Uh, I feel better because I'm not walking so slow. I'm a fast walker. So oh, this is fun. Let's uh, <laughs> let's let's uh, let's listen to another song of yours. Which track did you want to play next? 
Mm. You pick. Okay. That was the only one that really mattered, and it helped wake me up. I feel more awake. I don't know about you, mid-morning crew, but... I think they do. Yeah. Uh, Let's switch gears then, you know? Why not? From um, Bikini Kill to Paul Simon? Yes. That's where I thought you were going to (laughs) go. All right. You're listening to Good Mid-Morning right here on Shady Pines Radio. Here comes Paul Simon with I Know What I Know. She thought I was all right All right in the sort of a limited way For an off night She said, don't I know you From the cinematographer's party I said, who am I To blow against the wind I know what I know It weren't that funny I said, what does that mean? I really remind you of money She said, oh, who am I To blow against the wind I know what I know you the woman who was recently given a full bright she said don't i know you from the cinematographer's party i said who am i to blow against the wind i know You're listening to Good Mid-Morning right here on Shady Pines Radio. Folks, don't forget to follow, subscribe, comment, review. On Instagram, you can follow Good Mid-Morning at good underscore mid underscore morning. You can follow me at DJFTQBNYJS. And you can uh, follow Shady Pines Radio at Shady Pines Radio. 
Uh, you can, hey, follow uh, Meat for Cats and Dogs at Meat for Cats and Dogs on Instagram. Now, here's a question for you, Heidi. Well, we're here with Heidi from Meats and Cats and Dogs. <laughs> uh, cats and dogs. Why not dogs and cats? Because it flows better? Is I it the flow? So. Yeah, I yeah. Think, I think that's why. It, yeah. Yeah, it is. It is kind of funny because I have dogs and we definitely sell a lot more dog food. I yeah. don't know why. I think cats and dogs sounded smoother. It, it does sound smoother. There you go. Meat for dogs and cats just doesn't roll off the tongue. No. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> but yeah. And so you, I mean, you only had a cat for 24 hours. Yeah. But we want to talk about it. No, we're not. That's a sad story. It. <laughs> it was. Um, <laughs> Well, uh, we don't want to get into sad stories. Um, how was so? How was the uh, how's so? How's the pandemic been for you? <laughs> um, the pandemic was hard. Uh, it definitely was teaching me how to, as everybody who owned businesses, how to pivot. Yeah, and how to continue to do business it in a completely different in a completely different manner for me. Uh, we have no web site that people can order on right and we decided pretty early on that we felt more comfortable having folks just do curbside pickup yeah uh so we closed the doors to customers um march 25th of 2020 and then just asked folks to email us orders um with nothing to look at <laughs> online yeah they just had to blindly send us emails uh describing what they wanted uh, and it was, we asked so much of our customers and a lot of them did it. We lost some cause that is a really hard way to order dog food or yeah. cat food. Um, but the ones who did it would send us an email, we'd come in, there was four of us on shift all the time and we'd shop for them, call them for payment and then they'd pick it up at some point throughout the day. I feel like it flowed pretty well if people knew how to order that way. Oh, yeah. Then it was easy. And it was, we became kind of an Amazon warehouse. Um, we had our own little weird bubble. My staff kicked so much ass. Um, I don't know how they were able to stay upbeat with it because sometimes people were rude. Sometimes people were very encouraging and supportive of us. But we definitely had some very angry, very frustrated customers. Yeah. And well, yeah, people are already angry and frustrated, so. Yes, any any change to their world just yeah. set them off. And I just kept reminding my staff that, um, one, that if the tables were turned and I had to order pet food that way, I would not. I would have definitely shopped somewhere else. Really? Oh, yeah, I, couldn't, I don't think that way. Um, maybe I could have done the thing where you just walk up to the table and order yeah. at the table, but I don't think so. I think that I really... I need to see things. I need to touch things. And I would wow. have failed. I would have fully failed. I thought I, cause uh, being a customer, <laughs> I found it to be really easy the way, because the way I did it is we basically made the first order. Uh, and then I just would, I just would find that email copy and then paste. Yes. And that's all I would do. Like it, you know, or if, if you know, like I think the first order we had ordered a, a new leash or something. So, you know, just make the little edit and then, send you know super easy yeah and it i thought it i think we were we kind of wanted to keep keep it going like keep sending in the emails uh for pickup but uh, you recently opened up your doors yeah it's almost almost a month ago now yeah um and 
Yeah, we'll still do that. Some folks still yeah. want to send in an order, and we'll still fill it, and you can still pick it up the same day, but you have to actually walk inside the store now yeah. with a mask on. Uh-huh. And then you can pick it up the same way. Nice. Yeah. Um, you know what? We might actually we might do that. Because um, <laughs> I, I thought it was easy, you know? Super easy. And so... I, I'm, I'm surprised that people, I'm surprised that you would be like, nah, sorry, can't do it. <laughs> I, I learned a lot about myself this last year. I know the things that I gave up on because I could not, I, so much of my energy was just going to keeping the business going and keeping my staff there. Right. Um, yeah. We, yeah. So I think that anything else, just like most people, I was very volatile, just on the just on the edge of functioning for a lot of the year, I felt. Yeah. Yeah. It was uh, it's been fun. It's been fun for everybody. I think for everybody, it's been fun. <laughs> uh, we're uh, and not I don't want to get into particulars uh, about customers, but, you know, you were talking about customers and there's uh, our do you are there crazy okay there's crazy people talk about crazy cat people and uh people don't often talk about crazy dog people but there are crazy cat people and crazy dog people yes oh yes animal people we're we're all nuts and i know that and especially in the industry we're all really nuts but as parents of animals yeah there's some cuckoos and i i find myself to be one so i i support a it self-proclaimed <laughs> <laughs> crazy dog person yeah i have but i have my moments i yeah. can definitely step back from it and see what i'm doing yeah um, you know talking to strangers dogs in a high-pitched voice as though they are a small child um that's weird yeah I don't, I don't need to do that but i do yeah and, and that's fine you yeah. know that's fine because uh, you know it, as a as a dog parent um you know, if somebody does that, you know, comes up and, you know, starts talking to one of my dogs like that, that I'm not, I don't think that's crazy. That's, I mean, that seems pretty normal to me. So yeah. maybe I'm also a little <laughs> crazy. Maybe that's what it is. We're learning so much about ourselves. Yeah. This it's incredible. Um, I wanted to, <laughs> I wrote down this stupid uh, question because my dog was driving me crazy this morning. And uh, so vocal cords on dogs, how necessary, how necessary <laughs> are these? Don't be, don't be that <laughs> asshole. Uh, they're necessary. They need to be able to make noise. Um, oh, have you heard Seamus? Uh, yes. You know, he's old. Uh, he's had a good run of making noises. <laughs> I just... Yeah, but you're going to miss that noise when he's I gone. I know. I don't even want to think about that. He was sick the other day. He had uh, some stomach issues and was throwing up his food. And, it, you know, he's at an age where uh, anytime that starts to happen, it's just like, oh, no. Yeah. Oh, God, is this it? Oh, God. But I can't, I'm not prepared for this. And then the worst part is, which is funny, but uh, thinking about how Pepper will react. Oh, how like that just bring like I'm like, no, I don't want to deal with that at all. <laughs> Poor little Pepper is going to be like, what is going on? So, yeah, well, it didn't happen yet. Not it's yet. Fine. And Seamus can continue to bark. And he does. Yeah, I think removing a dog's vocal cords <laughs> is as br as brutal as when it was a thing to declaw cats. Yeah. Fuck humans, really? Like, why do we destroy everything? It was that cats were scratching your furniture, so you had to rip out their first digit? Yeah. What the hell? Well, yeah, I'm glad that is 
finally becoming banned. Like a lot of states and a lot of different vet vet clinics and chains are not doing that any longer. But that was that's still a thing. Yeah, is in. Uh, is removing a dog's vocal cords still a thing, or is that banned? I haven't. I God, it I should be banned. It should be banned. Folks, along, I was joking about that. Just to just so you know. with, along with cropping ears and docking tails. I'm sorry. Can we stop doing that too? Why are we doing body modifications on pets that don't need it? Uh, cause it's cat. <laughs> no, Have you ever seen not. a boxer with a long tail? Yes. They look stupid. No, they look great because no. you can see their emotion. Damn it. <laughs> And their ears should flop. They're so cute. Oh, man. Same with Dobermans. Dobermans with a tail and yeah. floppy ears are the cutest things. I guess that's it. They don't look scary. They look sweet. I mean, there's so many things we need to stop doing with dogs, like breeding wiener dogs. Like just breeding them in general because yeah. you hate the dog? No, because <laughs> it, it's a the, they have health issues. Like so It's like... It, you're breeding a dog to have health issues. That dog's going to have health issues. Like it doesn't. It's not going to be a healthy dog. Well, not to not to support breeding because there's a lot of horrible. I'm not horrible saying breeders. we should annihilate wiener dogs. <laughs> I'm just saying. But do your research and breed them appropriately. Yeah. 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 My I, one of my best friends from high school has two German descended descendant whatever that word is descended uh dachshunds and they're standard size dachshunds and they are so cool and i feel like if you get them from a breeder that knows what they're doing you can get something that's a little healthier and has a stronger back because that seems yeah. to be the health issue with it them. is it's their back yeah sorry i went off on a little thing continue no Go ahead. that's okay <laughs> uh you know i just uh i just think you know kind of along the same lines as you're saying you know I just the health of the these dogs like uh, what are, what's the the pushed up face dog uh, the pugs <laughs> yeah those yes. things uh, you know these dogs are are they living happy lives it doesn't seem like it that's I the think thing sometimes but again it's finding I definitely am a big more of a fan of adopting I want everybody to adopt there's so many amazing dogs in rescue and purebreds but people are just breeding because their dog is cute that doesn't count that doesn't work mm -mm. you don't know what the hell you're doing and you should stop there you go yeah did you hear that <laughs> huh I you should, i'm talking to you <laughs> i should maybe be thinking these words through a little bit more before they just come out of my face no it's that's no, no that's called live radio it's, <laughs> i hate uh, it there's <laughs> there's no thinking it's just talking okay. that's why i say many so many stupid things okay uh, <laughs> all right well, that explains it's, it. It's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I and when I'm not on the radio, I talk like I'm on the radio, just constantly saying stupid things. Um, let's take another uh, music break here. Let's check out the Vaseline's. What do you think? Was that Ooh. was that uh, does that sound about right? Yeah, yeah, that's good. Are you going to even ask me where these songs came from? I, yeah, I'd love okay. to hear what. Yeah. Okay. Good. I don't. I can't believe that I didn't ask I you. I know. That. I felt like I put so much thought into them. It was actually very stressful picking four songs. Uh. Well. All right. Well, let's let's hear about the Vaseline. Well, that doesn't actually have a good story. I just really like that song. <laughs> what was the story behind Grace? Uh, of Paul Simon. See, that has a decent story. Okay. My my dad was a junk man antique dealer when I was a kid, and actually, I guess still is. Um. So he used to always bring home just random things but he got a cd player when one of the first cd players that 
I knew of any of my friends to ever have, he bought this used, well, probably stolen, but CD player. And it had one CD in it. We never, it was Graceland. <laughs> so it was the one CD we listened to over and over and over and over again. And we would have the best dance parties, my sister and I in the living room to that and sing along. I don't often know words, so yeah. I just make noises along to music. And, um, but that, that CD has meant so much to me over the years. Like I hear it and I get goosebumps and get excited and have to sing along, even though it's a horrible version that comes out of my mouth versus <laughs> the Paul Simon. But my current partner um, didn't know that about Paul Simon and that album. And we were at a bar after we'd been dating for a few months. And he went over to the jukebox and put three songs from that album on in a row. And my best friend and I were sitting there and she looked at me and said, oh my God, does he know? And I said, no, we've never had that conversation. He just randomly loved that album too. Wow. So it's like one of the only CDs we have in our car. If we're stuck in traffic, that goes in. Yeah. And then we sing along. And the noise we make to that song for the boop, boop, <laughs> that we just do it at the top of our lungs. And it's like instantly better mood. You can sit in traffic on a 100 degree day yeah. like we just did a few weeks ago. Oh, man. Perfect transition to the Vaselines <laughs> playing Son of a Gun. <laughs> Uh, that's how Good Mid-Morning rolls. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Good Mid-Morning right here on Shady Finds Radio.
to Good Mid-Morning right here on Shady Pines Radio. Folks, did you know that we have Good Mid-Morning stickers? That's right. Uh, we got them from Sticker Ninja. And uh, if you want a Good Mid-Morning sticker, you can send us a text. Send it to 971-361-9396. That's 971-361-9396. Send us a text. Say, I want a Good Mid-Morning sticker. And We'll get you a good mid-morning sticker. Hanging out with Heidi from Meat for Cats and Dogs. Talking about cats and dogs and stuff and songs and uh, having a good mid-morning. What else is going on? What else you got going on, Heidi? Got uh, nothing? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, I'm going to work after this. That's real exciting. It's our first Monday being back open since the pandemic. Oh, mm-hmm. I just celebrated my mom's 75th birthday last or this past weekend. Oh, nice. Yeah. My sister flew out to surprise her from Montana. And that w- actually we kept a secret somehow for three months. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was really hard. I'm a shitty liar. So that was tricky. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it was it was very successful um, surprise 75th birthday. Nice. Yeah. That sounds like a lot of fun. I I've got some family coming into town in a couple of weeks as well, and uh, looking forward to that. You know, kind of first time we're going to have a family gathering in uh, over a year. Yeah, it feels good to be able to hug my mom, who just lives in Oregon City, so I've been able to see her through the pandemic, but to not be able to hug her was really hard. Yeah. I'm a bit of a mama's girl. Yeah. I admit that. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. That's good to be able to admit that kind of thing. I think that's why I stayed in Portland forever. Yeah, just to be closer to your mom. Yeah, the I, I had dreams of living somewhere else. You know, after traveling in Ireland, I was like, this is where I'm going to be. Yeah. But that is so far from Oregon City. It really is. You could just bring your mom to Ireland. I think she would have probably been into that. Yeah. Yeah. But then I went and opened a business and yeah, here I am. And the rest is history. Yeah. The rest is history. Um, do you have a, uh, what kind of dogs do you have? We haven't even talked about the dogs that you have now, your, your, your doggies now. What kind of dogs are you, uh, they're um, both American pit bull terriers. Oh, okay. Yeah. They look completely different from each other, but we did the DNA test as accurate as that may or may not be. Uh, but they both came back a hundred percent, um, actually American Staffordshire terrier. Uh huh. 
um, but one of them is only 45 pounds and is like a very petite little dog. Um, and the other one is 65 pounds and he's built like Dolly Parton. He's all head and uh. breast, like <laughs> big head. So her big head of hair and chest. Um, so they look so different, but they're supposedly the same breed. Yeah. Yeah. Is that, and did you get that breed because that's a breed that, I mean, are you a, a pit lover? Uh, Huge. Yeah. yeah. Big, big believer in them being amazing dogs. Um, and they always need homes. So it's an easy one for me to, to say that I will always, that will be the breed I will always have because they need people to believe in them and to why give is them that? good homes. Why is that? Why is it that, that, uh, pits always need like it seems like any you know if you look on humane society or any of the the adoption places there's always pit bulls there's all you know, that people people get it's a it's a common breed of dog um and a lot of um inappropriate folks get them and then breed them back to the bad breeding yeah uh, people breed them and then aren't able to find homes for them and they end up being one of the top euthanized dogs in the country because there's so many of them. Those in labs are everywhere, but pit bulls just have the bad reputation. Um, they've been the it dog for being the aggressive breed for the last, I don't know, 20 years. Yeah, I, and I was. we should move on, you know? What's yeah. the next? Because, I mean, when I was a kid, it was, you know, Doberman Pinchers, where, oh, you yeah. know, you got that's what everybody had to protect their self. And then there was Rottweilers. Yeah. You got to get, you know, that was the badass dog. And then pit bulls came around, and they're like, all right, I guess we're just done. This is the going to be the bad boy dog from now on yeah. for the rest of history. And then it's banned like across the world. There's areas where you cannot own one of those dogs. And in, I think it was in Denver a handful of years ago when they put the ban in place. They were actually removing dogs from people's homes. Fam what? Family dogs. Yeah, they gave people a heads up that the dog was banned. And then neighbors were calling <gasps> and telling on people who had them. And they were getting taken and euthanized oh my god could you imagine i i'm Holy pretty sure shit. i would kill somebody if they tried to come after my dogs yeah and like it's it's a very i mean yes a pit bull has probably done a lot of damage and probably a handful of them but so many dogs have I, yeah i think cocker spaniels are up on the list of being really aggressive and and inflicting a lot of bites chihuahuas um uh, the other one surprising is golden retrievers. Golden retrievers, really? <laughs> yes, have are definitely up on the list of dogs that have inflicted um, damage to people, and and that's the dog that everybody thinks is just a family dog. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I a lot of the bans in the state, or I'm sorry, in the country, are being lifted on pit bulls, and people are realizing that one that's a general term. Uh, pit bull is a broad umbrella that can be so many different dogs so, yeah so that's kind of crappy to <laughs> lump them all together um and then it, they're kind of hard to identify uh there was a documentary that came out about pit bull type dogs and the bands across the world on them and there was this section in the documentary where they talked to a bunch of um animal people like vets trainers um uh like nutrition uh, like all these like people who should know their dogs and should know their dog breeds, they had them in this room and they showed them pictures of different dogs and they were supposed to write down what they thought the breeds were. Uh -huh. And nobody got them right. And there were, there were dogs that definitely had the square head and the you know brawny body and 
they would say pit bull and it would turn out that that was not a pit bull at all uh so if professionals can't identify them yeah how how can somebody in in a panic who's being attacked by a dog say what kind of dog it is or a witness to that how can they say what it is or a cop like you're gonna trust a cop i mean we don't yeah we don't trust them for many reasons anyways but now you're gonna trust them to identify a breed of dog like no 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 you're not and that that one i'm already like i'm over here shaking and sweaty because i'm so (laughs) it's so frustrating to me um but i feel like everybody who has them now it's our job to really make them ambassadors and show that they can be amazing dogs and they're so lo- they're, i mean they're we have a, a pit and and he, he's the most you know sure he's annoying uh <laughs> but he's also been like a, the cuddliest and sweetest dog ever like he's he's just a big sweetheart like and when he barks he's wagging his tail he just wants to play that's all he wants to do is he just wants somebody to play with him or another dog to play with him these just a little they're sweet dogs you know they're dogs that's the thing it's like they're dogs dogs and and just like people it's all how you're raised it you know you can't (laughs) ah good times well uh let's finish it up you've got to go and and uh i'm gonna play your last song we're just gonna wrap it up right now and thank you so much for coming in and being on the show and uh plug plug your plug your store yeah thank you so much for having me um i own meat for cats and dogs on 22nd and east burnside we've been there since 2005 um but yeah we don't just sell raw food but it is definitely what we do most of so if you have any questions or have any i don't know yeah if you have anything that you need come talk to us you now can come inside just please wear a mask and have a great morning thanks for listening awesome thank you so much heidi here's the world's a mess it's in my kiss from x you've been listening to good mid-morning right here on shady pines radio